Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody out there listening. And welcome to Shouting Into the Void, our nerdy little podcast where we answer the hypothetical questions you never even knew that you had. My name is Mike. And I'm Cody. And this week's question is, what is the coolest fictional sword? I came, I came real close to fucking up my name right there. Uh, for real? Yeah, I have one job in the intro, and that's to say my name, and I almost messed it up because I was reading. I mean, there are worse things. I guess. Could have gone. It'll be a good one, folks. Here we go. Could have gone. Cody, am I? All right, welcome back, folks. I know you're eager to hear us talk about swords, stabby, pokey, slashy things, mm-hmm. but we got, as usual, the business end of the pod to get out of the way. If you enjoy this podcast, if you enjoy listening to us bullshit about fictional swords, or if we ignored or forgot a massive, glaring, obvious example of a fictional sword that you think deserves to be in the consideration here, let us know. Get at us in the comments. We would welcome and value and treasure any amount of interaction you can give with us on any kind of social media. Likes, comments, subscribes, ratings, reviews, shares, anything like that. Uh, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your grandma, tell her Euchre team. I don't know. Like, get get everybody together. Like That's possibly the most Midwest thing you've ever said. I know. But I, know, I also said... Team? I also said, I mean, Euchre team implies like multiple people. So like maybe it's whoever's, whoever's feeling it or like, I don't know. Euchre league would be a better phrase. I just freaking outed myself as a, it's all, a true. It's all good. Very Midwestern though. Not a true Michigander. Um, <laughs> point being, the more people that like and subscribe, comment, interact with us on Instagram, whatever, the more people we get in front of, the more people see the pod, the more people give it a listen. And we really appreciate that. We've seen listenership slowly but steadily climb. And it's just baffling to us. We never thought we were going to be at the point we're at. And we're getting 50-ish listens an episode. Yeah. Climbing up there. I mean, that's huge. That's phenomenal. And if you are so inclined and have the means and the desire to support us financially, Cody, tell the people what they can get for that. You guys can go head over to our Patreon. We have one tier on our Patreon. Um, It is $5 a month, and that $5 gets you access to our entire back catalog of bonus episodes. Uh, We release a half-hour-ish mini episode every week on Fridays. Uh, All of our Patreons get access to those as soon as they're posted, as well as the full back catalog, like I said. I think we have 30 or 31 episodes out there now, so there's tons of content, uh, additional podcast stuff over there that you can go and check out. Um, We're a little bit looser over there, where uh, we don't necessarily talk about things that are as structured we'll do like lore dumps or sometimes we just talk about books that we're reading right now and uh it's just a good time it's a a little little looser a little less uh filtered and um it's just a really good time we also read out the names of our patreons uh when we're recording on the main episodes to say thank you and there's some discord benefits and stuff like that um you also get better access to mike and myself um 
for suggesting topics or just to say, hey, you guys screwed this one up. Right. Or as some of our patrons have so graciously done said, hey, you guys talked about this. Guess what? I know all about that person or that character. Let's Mm -hmm. talk like that's that's phenomenal. And that's huge. So thank you very much to the patrons who make this possible. Our dream, Cody, at the very beginning was if we can get the dumb thing to pay for itself, we'll we'll have made it. It's a success. And yeah, we just we can't believe it at this point. Um, so thank you to the patrons. Thank you to all the listeners. And thank you for putting up with our nonsense. Now, back to the nonsense. Yes. Um, regular scheduled nonsense. Regularly scheduled programming. Swords. Swords. We got to We got to talk about this because before we even get into this. I said it before we got on the pod. I'll say it again. There are like 6,000 swords we could talk about right now. There's Correct. far too many options. Yep. I have been, I can, my anxiety at the beginning, like before this episode is like peaking. He's worked There's, up folks. There is too many options and I don't know what the grading scale is, so I can't cherry pick. Right. So he's sitting here trying to shotgun all over the field as far as what he has access to in his mind palace of options. Yes. And and we haven't even discussed the grading scale. Um, It's so weird when we just to get a little meta about the pod, like when we talk about episodes, I feel like episodes like this are almost better for me if I don't know what we're getting into, like if it's like more spur of the moment. Uh, right. So we've kind of planned this at least a day in advance, this specific episode. This, this one specifically, yeah. And I just, like last night, I'm laying in bed just thinking like, well, there's this one and this one seems obvious, but like, is it actually going to score that well, depending on what, what point system we're talking about? Because like, what are we saying? Is it the best? Is it coolest? Is it like strongest? Is it like... What I mean, what's the said, sca- what are we even what's the criteria? So the the question is coolest. OK. And for me, I've been thinking about this while you've been explaining the conundrum that we face. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the things that jump out to me, right, are, you know, when you, w- what you're looking for in a sword, right? Just as as a, a consumer of media, as a <laughs> I thought okay. you were going to say of swords as a as, consumer of swords. <laughs> As a sword swallower, uh, as, as, a, as a connoisseur, uh, no. Um, the, about the only sword experience I have is plastic lightsabers. Yes. Uh, my brother Dan did did fence for a while. He learned some fencing, which was kind of cool. Carrie has um, wanted to fence. Sorry, continue. Have, tell her to ask Dan about it at the next D&D session. Um, <laughs> I feel like uh, you have to factor in like there's got to be some kind of deeds category or like accomplishments, like what it's done, what it's been used for. Like, okay. I like that. Achievements, right? Achievements would be good. Uh, appearance also has to be a factor. And we, what about about under achievements? We go like lore. We could do lore. Yeah. Lore is a good one. As long as we don't get too long winded with it. Cause I'd like to get at least a couple of them from each of us. Yeah. We're going to have to fly a little bit. We are going to have to fly a little bit. We're going to have to cover a lot of ground. Right. Um, so we could do, we, how about this? We could do appearance. We could do yep. abilities and we could do deeds. Or, I mean, deeds is kind of background, backstory, lore. I like appearance, abilities, deeds. Okay. Appearance, abilities, deeds. And each of those will be out of five as per our usual rating scale. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, 
this is going to have to be the first of a multi-part episode or a recurring segment where we review additional fictional swords that we haven't maybe known about yet. <laughs> well, that's a good point, too, because I've definitely come across a few here that I was, I mean, aware of to an extent or like didn't kind quite of recognize. Well, there's some weird stuff, too, because there's like multiple blades in fiction that like are pretty similar when it comes right. like when it boils down to it, when push comes to shove and they're just in a different universe, basically. But how how about this one, though? You cannot mix universes like Excalibur exists in multiple universes. Right. So you don't get to pick from all of those as support for one sword named Excalibur. Right. You have to like, for example, which we're definitely going to talk about Excalibur. Mm-hmm. But like, for example, you would have to say like Arthurian. Arthurian right? Excalibur. Yes. From Arthurian right. legend. That's right. right. Or like, I mean, whatever other universes it has shown up in, you'd have sure. to specifically call it out there right Right. absolutely okay so with that in mind i've got like five of them written down okay um but i think you might have more so if you want to go ahead and start well we've already we've already jumped the shark here let's just go excalibur right off the sure off the off the drop uh let's go arthurian excalibur arthurian excalibur it's a big this is I mean, a lot of lists, if you go and look at people's lists, it's high. It's high up there on the lists. Yep. Um, you know, a lot of people uh, associate it's, this. It's a legend. Absolutely. Uh, and it is associated, you know, sword in the stone with King Arthur pulling the sword from the stone at the start of his reign as king. Um, it uh, or given to him by the Lady of the Lake. It kind of depends, right, on what you're. Yeah take is or what the strange women lying in ponds distributing swords is no basis for a system of government <laughs> supreme executive power derives from the people you can't call yourself a king just because some watery tart threw a sword at you <laughs> dude i man i i learned some stuff about excalibur in okay. preparation for this uh hot damn i didn't know that even excalibur's uh what's scabbard mm-hmm like gives powers also. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, specifically, uh, the scabbard is supposed to protect you from blood loss, meaning like you're almost in, like you heal basically if you're cut, which in Arthurian times is almost like God mode on the battlefield. Holy <laughs> like, shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, you'd, you'd have to like, it basically makes you Highlander. Like you've got to get your head cut off to die. Yeah, basically. I mean, it, it, it protects you from, I think blood loss is what I've, what I've read. Uh, it prote- prevents the wearer from bleeding to death in battle. That's pretty badass. That's, yeah. that's very, all right. I'll say this. If, uh, if Dresden ever finds Excalibur's scabbard for any reason, mm-hmm. that would be a power it would have in Dresden files. For sure. Because like Nicodemus has the the noose that was used to hang Judas. Yep. And that gives him a bunch of different powers and things like that. So like what items have power. But in Arthurian legend, the scabbard prevented you from bleeding to death. That's already impressive. Yes. Or even bleeding in some instances. It says any wounds received while wearing it would not bleed at all. Holy shit. And so it would prevent you from bleeding to death. And in Arthurian times, when everybody's fighting with swords... 
It's a good power to have. So what about in Arthurian times when they, you know, you were sick, you had a fever, and they're like, oh, yes, we must bleed him. He has too much blood. <laughs> you just, a bunch of hungry leeches latched onto you. I don't understand. They're not getting anything. <laughs> and you're just sitting in the chair laughing like, try again, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> just covered in leech circles. Yep. Uh, Excalibur but, itself, though. Yes. Go ahead. Powers. Abilities. Uh, is a great sword. So Let's I'm see. Just, I'm Google imaging it. Excalibur sword. This is a fairly standard looking, like traditional English or British longsword. Yep. It's it's actually pretty small as far as like fantasy swords go or fictional right. swords go. Well, because it's a longsword, it's not a bastard sword or a broadsword or a claymore. Right. It's designed to be used with one hand while mm-hmm. you fought with a shield in the other hand. So this thing is maybe two and a half feet long. Sure. If that. Long swords were longer than short swords, but that ain't saying much. <laughs> you are right. And I mean, it was still a length, too, that you could use it uh, like on horseback or I mean, pretty, yeah. pretty versatile. Really. Right. I, I see what you're saying there with a the, with the D&D. It's versatile. It can be used versatile. one or two handed. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, but appearance, I'm going to say not much to write home about. Not a ton, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, there have been, there are stories that it like would, was so brilliant that it would literally blind your enemies. Um, ah, the Gandalf effect. The Gandalf effect. Uh, so, I think there's some appearance there, but in general, um, I think this is probably, I mean, with the blindy part, with maybe the, this is like a three. I was going to say it's a two and a half, but if it's real shiny and glows a little bit, that's like a three. Sure. I'll give it a three in appearance. Okay. Uh, powers, the scabbard stops you from bleeding. Powers is a great sword. What does that mean? Uh. I believe there's a number of like borderline magical abilities uh, that the sword has. Uh, I think it was said to, uh, but I mean, it's hard to di- differentiate between the scabbard, right? Because I think it granted Arthur uh, long life. Mm-hmm. Um, like obviously abnormally long life, uh, unbreakable, blind your enemies. Uh, unbreakable is huge. Long life is huge. I mean, I don't know that it's necessarily... It hasn't been broken, I guess, is maybe this is more of what you're going for. Because swords this, used to break, right? Swords like, used to break. I mean... On the like battlefield. In, in any game, durability wears out. This, mm-hmm. to me, Cody, is is very... It's, it's like the shadow facts of swords. It's the best at being a sword. Yeah. And... What do you want a sword to do? Well, you don't want to die. You want it to be a glow stick when you need it. Uh, you don't want it to break. You want it to be eternally sharp. Uh, I mean, it's no slouch, but I, I don't mean, know if it's anything crazy to write home about. Yeah, I think you would Which argue... The same thing I said about the appearance, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you would argue, though, that it, I mean, it gave... Like, does it bestow leadership? It does in the story for Arthur. That's true. Four? Um, 
three and a half. The hard, I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to quantify, right? Because uh, I mean, it's hard to quantify in universe. It is, it's the best sword. So right. how how can you say how like how can you call it a three? But like when you're comparing it to other universes, it gets a little easier, right? Well, because like it's still gonna get stopped by a shield or armor. Like it doesn't it doesn't cut any better than a regular sword. Uh yeah. I mean not not to my knowledge, right? Okay. Um not to my knowledge. Nearly As unbreakable for, uh, This is I'm he, gonna go there. I'm going to give you some feats here. How about that? And maybe that'll help. That might help. Okay. So, uh, unbreakable. We've already said that, um, or nearly unbreakable. Uh, King Arthur single-handedly defeats 400 warriors in battle with it. Um, Holy shit. Able to emit a light that could blind enemies. Um, it apparently enhanced his physical abilities, uh, to supernatural levels, uh, giving him some, endurance and obviously quite a bit of strength um can only be used it it has like some knowledge of its user uh so it 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 like betrays someone who tries to take it up other than arthur kind of thing um to the point that like it says anyone who tried to use it would be destroyed by its power uh Um, what (laughs) if they took if they like took it by force meaning like if they uh if they didn't stole okay so it's kind of like the elder wand yeah a little right? bit it ain't gonna which kind of probably inspired uh was inspired by excalibur sorry sure. um all right I, i'd be willing to give this this to me is like a plus one long sword that also you can cast light at will it adds to your saving throws it it's a, like a Swiss Army longsword. You're going to do everything just a little bit better. You're going to be a slightly better leader. You're going to be a better fighter. You're going to be stronger, faster. Yep. But it's not It's not like game-breakingly like different. I, I, think, I think we almost go, man, this hurts. And I think you were going to say it when you said you were going to go there earlier. But I think it's probably a three. I think it's a three. Uh, Does it get three and a half? I just gotta, I gotta leave room, right? I mean, it's hard. It's hard up here. We'll give it a three, but we'll come back and revisit it. Okay. And then uh, deeds. Yeah, makes you king. uh, (laughs) As killed four hundred (laughs) men. Yeah, in in one battle, right? Like, yeah, but compared to other swords on our list, I know. I know the deeds are not all that impressive Look, here. Excalibur will put some respect on your name because you were the first sword before this. There was no concept of a sword. No one mm-hmm. had ever heard of one before this. That's a good point. <laughs> That's a really it? good point. A good point, man. So many <laughs> sword puns coming. Oh boy. Uh, no, but you get some extra respect for being the OG. I'll give Excalibur's deeds like, Three and a half. Okay. So what's that put it at? Like a ten? Uh nine and a half. Okay. Nine point five out of fifteen. So I mean, look, we've got some respect on Excalibur here. Yep. Without a doubt. I've got one for you. Hit me. 
the sword used by Aragon Shade Slayer, Brissinger. Brissinger. Yes. Brissinger was on my list. Brissinger was on your list? I'm sure it was. Um, So Brissinger means fire in the ancient language, which is kind of a generic-ass name. Um, But it looks a lot cooler than Excalibur, if you ask me, because it's a true... It's a true hand and a half sword. It's a true bastard sword. Yeah, it's large. Uh, it's she be blue. She be blue. It is very blue. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. So just it's an idea about Brissinger. It was forged when Aragon let the old elven master smith kind of work through him. She kind of took over his body and because she swore she was never going to forge another blade. But yep. they needed one. Aragon needed the sword to replace the one he had lost. He found a chunk of star metal, uh, some kind of meteorite under the roots of a tree. The tree gave it to him. And they're like, well, shit, you're the guy now. Mm-hmm. And uh, they let him make a sword. Uh, it is forged out of meteors and imbued by, with powerful magic by the smith and Aragon. Uh, the sword magically ignites itself whenever Aragon speaks the word for fire in the ancient language. Yes. Whenever he says the name of the sword, it turns on. Yep. Uh, In addition to the magical fire, it's razor sharp has been enchanted to never lose its edge. And the razor fine edge coupled with Aragon's enhanced strength destroys conventional armor and cuts through most everything else. Uh, So uh, he, there's a quote, Aragon ran forward and with a single stroke lopped the tops off a dozen pole arms as easily as he had flicked the seed heads off of barley stalks when he was young. He slashed the nearest soldier across the chest, slicing through his mail as if it were the flimsiest of cloth. So pretty sweet. It's part of that's his supernatural strength, but also it's it's already Excalibur where it never loses its edge. Yep. And most swords on this list, I feel like have that extreme durability component. Right. I mean, that's. And that's almost why Excalibur didn't score higher, because that's kind of par for the course at this point. Yep. Uh, It can light itself on fire whenever he speaks the words. Mm -hmm. Uh, He can store energy in the gem at the pommel. So it it acts as a store of magical energy. Okay, he's got his... uh... He's, he's got, got a storm light. He's got his ge- storm light gem on the bottom. Yep, he's got a storm light gem up. on the bottom. Yep. yep. Uh, it. Uh, what did he do with it? He dueled. Um, well, he, he fights with Zarok, right? Yes, when he fights he has with Zar- up until the end of the second book when it is taken from him. Right. Uh, but he fights in a large number of battles. Uh, he duels uh does he duel murtog again with it i forget but i mean basically it's it 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 has every it does everything that excalibur does as far as combat and prowess and all that because well, um, murtog eventually gets Zarok, which murtog is like... gets it when he beats him at the end of the second book he takes it and says this is mine by right it was my father's sword yep yep carl is fucking slamming on anything near him dude i'm we're gonna piss carl off so bad in this episode just spoiler alert (laughs) carl's our resident aragon stan uh y'all have heard him on the podcast before he's he's a real one but he's mad at us right now (laughs) uh so looks i would say what do we give excalibur for looks uh we gave it a three i'd give this a three and a half really i think this is higher than that it still is just kind of 
sword but blue. <laughs> yeah. Um but I think most of them Okay. I I can be convinced. I I think we're going to struggle. I mean, at the end of the day it is still a sword, right? So Yeah, but there's some on here that are better looking than this. I'll give it I'll give it a three and a half just because it's okay. it's 3. pretty 5. it's cool looking. It's unique. Uh abilities, what did we give Excalibur? Uh three. I think I do we, like how Excalibur is like what we're judging against. Now. Well it's the baseline. It's the so <laughs> the, the it's the first sword ever thought of by humanity. Ever. Yep. No swords did not exist before this. It was close. <laughs> um they're like that is a very large knife. And he's like, it's not just a knife. It's a sword. That's not a knife. <laughs> this is a knife. <laughs> yeah, how are you going to set me up? And I'm not going to say that. <laughs> That's not a knife. This is a knife. <laughs> I see you've played knifey spoony. <laughs> oh, shit. We got to keep this on the rails. We're going to we're gonna our, lose our, it. Our, our two Australian listeners are just like, I've they've switched the pot off there's one that exists by the way we have like shout out if you're listening in australia and comment because you could because, be the only one because but we, we have you. like we have like 80 downloads from from australia so it just feels like one person is just listening every week and if you're out there you're a real one we salute we, you we respect you and love you and we're <laughs> sorry for everything we've done um <laughs> every episode you just with apologies to Australia. This yeah, is trying right. to the void. <laughs> uh, so, what did we... Appearance 3.5, abilities. I want to say, like... I mean, it doesn't bestow any of, like, the leadership type stuff that uh, Excalibur does. But you can hold I, magical energy in the I was going to say, I, like, I definitely like the battery effect. Um, yep. That's That's also an interesting way of kind of writing in an ability to have excess endurance, right? Is yes. to like, this thing can charge you, like recharge your energy a bit because it can store, you can store it away and then yep. access it again later. Um, I mean, the ability for it to, and when, you know, when Brissinger is on fire, it's like, it's pretty, it's really badass, like in the books, right? Yeah. Like when he, when he, ignites it and is using it in that form it's like like for some reason in my head flaming blade doesn't seem that impressive but i'm trying to keep it in the context that like when that is happening in the book it's like you put in a cheat code yeah you know (laughs) well and it it inspires a lot of people around aragon as well that's Um, that's very true do we give brissinger a four for abilities well, I mean, we gave we gave Excalibur a three. Uh, it's got it's basically Excalibur with a power gem, you know, with and it lights itself on fire. And it lights but itself on fire. But you can still fire. bleed. It don't stop you from bleeding. That is true. Is this another three? I think it's a three and a half, unless okay. you disagree, because I would rather have Brissinger. Can that's true? Good point. I like that. <laughs> I would also rather have Brissinger. And I think maybe we go three and a half. Maybe it's like a, we read that quote earlier. Maybe it's like a dynasty warriors effect where you it's, get like, it, it's a dynasty warriors effect. Yeah. Or it might be similar <laughs> to another blade that gets thrown on here later. Um, 
Uh, deeds. I mean, Aragon was the Return of the Dragon Riders, Free yeah. the Kingdom. But I feel like I remember more notable shit that Zarok did, the other blade he had. I than... agree. Yep. Yeah. So two and a half, three. I I think this is probably a two. As far as deeds go, I think it's a new sword, uh, or new in the frame Newer. of you know, the universe it's been mm-hmm. for it's forged like at the end of the story um, that, you know, when Aragon finally gets it, um, obviously Aragon has some big achievements that happen towards the end of those books, but like, that's it, right? There's no long legacy of like history or this thing being passed down or anything no, like if that. If they do a sequel series, like a hundred years from now, yeah, right. put some respect on Brissinger's name, right. but Zar Rock, the sword of Morzan, the first sword he used was the sword that killed and broke the dragon riders. Like this was right. an infamous blade. Yes. And Brissinger's kind of in its shadow, much like the last two books of the Aragon series are in the shadow of the first two. I yeah, said. right. I um, agree. Fight me, Kara. Uh, it go- Carl just it- kicks your door in. Hershey was talking shit. <laughs> it goes downhill, ironically, in the book Brissinger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but. Two? I I think this is probably a straight up two and a half. Okay. So I think it's puts, got one big deed, basically, but is a relatively new sword. It's a new sword, and that it, we can't give it any more. Or We got to give it some credit because it's done some stuff. Yep. But it's baseline famous for swords of this caliber. This caliber? Excalibur. Excalibur. Soul caliber? Uh, three and a half, three and a half, and two and a half makes. I was about to go into nine and my a half. Whole I think again. stole desires a sword, and you cut me <laughs> off before I could get there. Well, in my defense, I was not looking at you. I did not see I, that you were no, going. No, 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 no. They've heard it a million times already. I just anytime <laughs> someone says a soul caliber, I'm like a soul. <laughs> <laughs> just have to do it. Yep. Anyway, what's next on your list? Okay, we got to talk about it. I don't even know if this qualifies as a sword. but yeah. And so maybe we can gloss over it. But we need to talk about lightsabers. Oh, boy. We already had a whole lightsaber episode. But... I understand. But, like, is a lightsaber a sword? Does it classify or is it excluded for sci-fi bullshit? I am a unashamed Star Wars fanatic and i say it qualifies as a sword that being said i don't know if it qualifies as a sword for the purposes of this episode i i think i don't a think knight? it's gonna win. i don't think it's gonna win i think okay. we could give lightsabers a score okay which lightsaber and are we doing just the movies uh <laughs> oh boy <laughs> see what you've done yeah see i don't want to do that i don't want to go down this you know what <laughs> Skip it. (laughs) Skip it. It's excluded because it's a lightsaber and not a sword. I hate that, but oh, but we're gonna take so much shit for that. (laughs) We can do we can do a a Luke Skywalker's lightsaber respect Patreon episode because there's some crazy expanded universe feats that that he pulls off with that blade. Well, and I I think you could get an extra half point probably. Well, maybe it takes away from feats, but like you've got. All kinds of the different lightsabers that we talked about in the lightsaber episode. Go check it out. But like you could talk about like Maul's 
lightsaber, the double-ended, or like some yep. of the Inquisitors that have the helicopter shits where it spins I, around the central thing. And I wish I could delete that concept from my <laughs> brain and existence. He said this knowing it was going to fucking trigger me. But um, there's been some wild shit that lightsabers have done. Oh, yeah, there absolutely has been. And we talk about a lot of it in that episode, so go check it out. But in the meantime, eh, pick a new yep. sword. We're gonna gro- we're gonna gloss over that one. Yeah. Um. How about we'll get we'll just let's continue to piss off Carl. Uh, okay. I'm gonna I'm going to submit to the jury uh, a gun blade from Final Fantasy. Uh, <laughs> prose is a gun. Prose <laughs> is a blade. Yeah. I mean, um, I may I remember when my fucking. 12 year old brain first encountered this and this bloom this was officially the coolest thing i had ever seen in my life oh they're awesome like and but they're awesome because they're completely ridiculous let's just be very clear like oh 100 they are completely impractical and illogical and that's what makes them great (laughs) (laughs) uh i mean just google gunblade images and you've got it you've got it in one yeah smoked Um, it they someone did like a mock-up of a nerf gun blade and i'm here for that <laughs> absolutely there's um, been a ton there's been a ton of them in the in the series um, oh yeah they're they're like a style of weapon at, in some of the games um i yep. mean they've shown up in kingdom hearts and in another number of other like popular media kind of thing but specifically you know gun blades were kind of brought around in final fantasy specifically i think they showed up first in seven um, uh, probably seven or eight yeah that, uh, that would track. So I have a question. Go it's ahead. a revolver with a sword for a barrel, and the barrel goes all the way through the sword and out the other end. So, mm-hmm. like, when you're using it as a sword, is your finger inside the trigger guard? I mean, not if you have good trigger control. You better not be. Yeah. And also, that seems like a great way to just break the fuck out of your pointer finger. Well, it also seems like a good way to just like either fuck up your gun or your sword. Like it doesn't, they don't seem like they should mesh very well. No, they shouldn't. Um, I think we got to give, let's, let's start at the easy end of this and then we'll go to the, to the harder end. Okay. Appearance. Fucking awesome. I, but almost, it almost jumps the shark for me into the realm of ludicrous. Oh, it definitely does. But like, there's think, lots of these fantasy swords that are absolutely ridiculous that we're going to talk I, I about. I think it's a fu- it's a five, but it jumps the shark. And so it goes down to a four and a half or a four. It's it's too far. Like it's gone too far. Yeah, but it's but it's still cooler looking than any of the ones we've had so far. I'll give mm-hmm. it that. I mean, what? if hold on, though, like, let me ask you this. If this is not a five, what in your mind is a five? Because like Excalibur is a three. Brissinger's a three and a half. So if this is a four, like, do you need like exhibit to come and pimp your sword and put swords on your sword? No. <laughs> um, hang on. I'm because he's I'm, put a gun on your sword in this episode, which is kind of sweet. That is pretty cool. I'm just Google imaging a few of the ones I have. Yep. Uh, on my list. Um. Hang on, I had one more. Okay. Um tell you what. I'll give it a four and a half. 
Yeah, I, I just... But it's utterly ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I like about it, you know? Like, the, so I, many of the ones that we're going to like are utterly ridiculous. I, like, I will, I'm just trying I will, to keep the frame, keep the blinders on, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. And also, I want to win, so I'm trying oh, to argue all, for well, higher we, score. We always want to win. <laughs> um, I'll, I mean, I'll give it a four and a half, just because it's... Perfect. It's, pretty fucking cool deeds we can go pretty low here really i was about to say they're they're kind of a dime a dozen they've got a little right. bit of like a generic lightsaber effect um we could talk about a few specific ones uh that are you know shown in seven and things like that or like an well, advent children uh there's a couple Squall uses one lightning yeah. uses one i think uh what, what's her name in 13 what pink hair lady? Oh, pink hair lady in thirteen. Yeah, I you're not you're not gonna get that out of me. I know who you're talking about, but yeah, Carl's triggered, screaming. Yeah, yeah, it <laughs> it's fine. He'll be fine. Um, uh, but you do these... get you do get a number of them. None of them are super famous, right? Uh, I mean, I mean, one of the images here I'm looking at has the subtitle "Gunblade" parentheses weapon type. So, like, yeah, right. It's not. It's not much to write home about. One and a half, two. Uh, yeah. Let's go. I think this is a one and a half. Sorry, Carl. Okay. Uh, for that was for deeds uh, abilities. Can shoot you and stab you. I guess the there's perfect, lots of guns that can do that. But the perfect weapon for I want to put a hole in that that monster, but I'm <laughs> just not close enough yet. Yeah. Right. All right, hear me out. What does this do that a bayonet doesn't do better? Well, it's interesting. So it's a better sword than a bayonet, <laughs> but it's a worse gun than like a rifle with a bayonet. Because it's a handgun. All of the ones I'm seeing so far For are the most mostly, part, they're a handgun. There's a couple that are rifle-esque. There's a couple that are also like shotgun-esque. Uh, Which I kind of like one from. More. I'm looking at one from Crisis Core. That's uh, it's red and it's got like it still looks like a revolver, but there it's longer tube sure. kind of um, looks a little more shotgunny, it's right. kind of wider. Um, but I think generally they're pistols um, or pistol like, okay. and uh, yeah, it's yeah. it's not look. They're not practical, and we can agree on that. <laughs> but they're right. awesome. They, the, uh, in universe, they work. Average sword is two and a half. This is less user friendly than the average sword. Brings it down to a two, but can shoot you, which to me puts it up to like a three, maybe a three See, and a half. Okay, no, so I will. Let me argue three, three and a half. Let okay. me argue three and a half because I disagree on the point deduction for is useful because. It's a weapon type, right? So like it's it's on par with like a short sword by that argument. Yeah. It's as use like it's as useful. If a long blade or whatever in the or a buster blade or whatever in universe is something you can build around oh, and a gun I, I blade would, is something you can build around. I would rather around. have a gun blade than the buster sword because as this guy's trying to run towards me with his fuck off huge buster sword, I've put yeah, three you get rounds some range. in his chest. Yeah, you get some range. Cloud ain't touching me because I'm not letting him get close. I, 
but I, beyond there's no like superhuman abilities, which no. a lot of these swords are granting. So I definitely see point reductions there. Um, I mean, maybe this is maybe this is a three. I, I like a three and a half. All right, we'll give it a three and a half. I'm fine with that. It's it's a fine sword. For versatility. And it's got, gives you a little it, bit of range. It is a sword of all trades, master of none. Yes. <laughs> Did not score very well, but that's okay. All right. Nine and a half. Everything's a nine and a half so far. Motherfucker. Well, I got one that won't be. All right. Hit me. Sting. Okay. I wasn't going to go with Sting. So were you were you going to go with Narsil? No, I actually was going to leave Lord of the Rings. OK, well, we're just, going there. But Sting is a good choice. I think out of the Lord of the Rings blades, Sting is. It's the one. It's, it's the, one. the one everybody knows. Yep. Like. I can guarantee you that more human beings on Earth know that Sting is the name of Bilbo and Frodo's sword than no, the name of Aragorn's sword. Well, or also Aragorn's sword, rather. Pardon yeah, me. Yeah, right. Ugh, I flubbed that. That's all good. Uh, I knew what you meant. They're but that's also because that's. It's also because that sword changes names, though. It does. Was it so Narsil and Anduril? Uh, yes, Flame of the West. Yes, which is just something of the West. Like, wasn't that Iroh's nickname in Avatar, the Dragon of the West, or whatever? Yeah, I like, think so. It's just so ominous. <laughs> Oh, it's great. Cause I what I love about that, it's such an old, like old school way of like naming convention. But yep. my favorite part is just that like it everything that way is the West, you know, when you're yep. <laughs> so it's like that's like just a giant nameless area, basically. <laughs> like, and this sword is the flame of it. Of yeah, of that like just that direction. <laughs> so so imagine just being some orcs sitting there hanging. Hey, did you hear? They got that fucking Aragorn guy coming for. He's got that sword, man. What? What sword? What are you talking? The flame of the fucking West, dude. The flame of the West. What does that even mean? I don't know what it fucking means, but I'm not going to stick around to find out. <laughs> We're going west. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um, so Sting is actually a dagger by normal people's standards. Get it out. <laughs> I would argue it could around. be a short sword. It is a, but, uh, it is what I would classify as a short sword because it's wielded it, by a hobbit. It is a short sword of elven origin. Uh, and so for a hobbit, it's like a full sword. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, abilities, I mean, it's supernaturally sharp. Uh, it glows blue when orcs or... Things of that nature are near. I'm pretty sure it works on goblins, orcs, urukai, anything of that sort of domain. It's mm-hmm. going to glow blue when those are near. Yeah, that which um, is like huge too, in especially in that realm. Because I mean, there's no communications or like scouting other than human scouting. So like to yep. have a blade that tells you when the enemy is near is incredibly valuable. Yep, 100%. Uh, So as it is an authentic elven blade, it can easily cut the traps of... uh, Cut the traps, cut the webs, cut anything evil. It does really well against evil. Uh, And it was used by Bilbo to cut all the dwarves free from the spider webs and kill one of the spiders. It was also used 
by Frodo to fight and kill Shelob. Mm-hmm. Um, the I mean, evil, big, icky, nasty spider in uh, fuck, what was it called? I I used to know the name of Shelob's lair. Hang on, I just thought it was called Shelob's lair. It's at the top of the fucking big long stairway, stairway to heaven. Yeah, I know, but it had a name. It has Sirith <laughs> Ungal, which is just yeah, grody pass. to say. Anyway, it glows blue when orcs are near. It's supernaturally sharp. It is good against evil things. And that is that because of its el- like just nature at, from being elvish made. Uh, it, like... So it was. Be- I think it was because of where it was made and how it was made. Not necessarily okay. that it's just elvish. Um, let's see. Cause where, cause uh, Frodo it, it gets was, it from Bilbo, obviously. Where's Bilbo get it from? Bilbo gets it from, uh, he found the sword in a troll treasure cache along with other elven weapons. Okay. Um, so the, the sword was fashioned by the elves during the days of the elders. This is an ancient sword. Yes. This thing is old sting was similar in structure to other swords such as orchrist and glamdring uh glamdring also known as beater was gandalf's sword uh orchrist was the sword of thorin yeah uh, so they these find are magic- that in the goblin hideout or whatever in the right. first hobbit movie yep i would argue this is at least a three and a half in deeds oh in deeds um yeah i mean i think this is I mean, we gave easily, we gave Excalibur three and a half. This is an ancient sword uh, of like legendary make Mm -hmm. that has been present during the world changing. uh, Okay. So is it a four? I think it's a three and a half. Okay. I think it's Uh, a three and a half, mostly just because it's not. um, Would would you say Andoril or Narso would probably be a four on deeds? Probably on deeds only because it's like, you know, Frodo technically saved the world, right? But he doesn't do it on the edge of Sting. No, like Sting I mean, is he, he he couldn't have done tool. it without Sting, but he right. didn't use Sting to destroy the One Ring. Right, like correct. All right, we'll give a three and a half. I like for three deeds. and a half abilities. I want to say four. Who you're gonna have to sell me a little bit on the four, only because we gave Brissinger a three and a half, like. I think in a given scenario for abilities that I probably favor Brissinger. That's actually fair. And I hadn't thought about that using my own argument against me. Um, (laughs) I think it's, I think it's, it's hard, right? I think maybe Brissinger should have had a four in abilities because it's, it's, I think so. It's better than Excalibur. Sting is by far better than Excalibur. I mean, is it though? Because Excalibur, Harder, better, faster, stronger is you. Well, okay. Fair point. I think I think that in universe, the knowledge of the presence of orcs when That's Sting is being used is and, the and most they fear useful. it. They fear it. Like, they do. You see well. it in the Hobbit novel and the movies and mm-hmm. things like that. When Sting comes out, goblins and orcs are like, "Oh fuck! It's yep. the, it's the it's the sword." It's the blue one. Yeah, I think they refer to it as biter. Uh, I think you're right. Yep. I think you're right. So does Sting... Sting gets a three and a half. 
Brissinger goes up to a four. Which abilities. puts Briss- Brissinger's total score is at 10 now, which oh, has it fuck. leading the pack then. But uh, I, I like that. I think that's a more accurate scoring. All right. Now, here's where I am going to get after you. Appearance? I think this is a four and a half or a five. Oh, you're this, going for like an iconic this argument is here. a gorgeous looking sword. It is. Uh, I mean... I I would be a I definitely agree with you that on any appearance scoring scale that we have for a blade, elvish made blades are going to score, score higher. High. They're yeah. going to score high, especially it Tolkien is, elvish made. I mean, it's it's it literally. I mean, they're made to be artifacts. Essentially, they're made to last forever. Oh, they're and and it will last forever. And I don't think a, they're sure. all a piece of art. Like, I don't know if you could destroy Sting short of pulling a, a one ring on it. <laughs> yeah, throw it in the... Throw it in the pit. Yeah, throw it in the pit. Throw it yeah. in the lava. Yeah. Um, I I would argue a five. I like it. It's, <laughs> it's an iconic blade of the series. It glows blue. It, it Look, if the, if the category... It, let's say 4.5, but we give it another half point for blue because Brissinger was also blue. <laughs> Also blue, yeah. Points for blue. Um, <laughs> that's just our fourth category. We how blue, blue? How blue is it? <laughs> On a scale from <laughs> one to five, how blue is it? You uh, blew it! Yeah, Excalibur's good, but how blue is it? Um, <laughs> blue steel. <laughs> uh, my only hesitation is like, I feel like Narsil or Anduil is a cooler looking sword. Like, I feel like it's not even the coolest sword in its universe, appearance-wise. Anduril is a little too generic to me. It's better looking than Excalibur, but it's... What? I like the the hilt is awesome. I mean, it's got the great big, long, thin cross guard, and then the, like, the hollowed triangle-ish shape at the, at the pommel. I mean... Yeah. I, it, I like Sting better, but Anduril's not bad. Hang on, let me see what Narsa looked like. I uh, I don't know. I I hear your argument, and I don't think Narsa we need to was spend... very similar, almost yeah. identical, actually, because it's yeah. the same hilt. Wow, it's the same that was hilt. The dumbest thing I've ever. Done. I wasn't gonna say anything, but it's the same hilt. Like the I, hilt I, is, is the it... part that was not re- like changed in the right. reforging. They reforged right. the blade. They reforged the blade. The hilt is the... <laughs> fuck me. Uh, but it's fine. <laughs> like, is it bad that I think it looks cool or broken? It does look cool or broken. I agree. <laughs> it looked better on the tray thing in the statue. Yep. yep. <laughs> it's a museum piece, Aragorn. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, you tell me what it gets for appearance. We gave a gunblade a four and a half, and we're about to give Sting a five, which is going to really just shit me. But it, Hey, we have to, because it's... You can't tell me a gunblade looks better than Sting. I disagree with that. Oh, <laughs> is that what we're going to do today? We're going to fight? <laughs> it took 81 episodes, but on the 82nd one, they fight. <laughs> no, trust me, it's a good show. It takes a while to get going, but if you just eventually they fight. Tune in next time on Shouting Into the Void Z. Yeah, I was just gonna make a Dragon Ball Z joke. 
Oh Fuck my me. god, that's so funny. <laughs> four and a half. Oh god. I already wrote down five. It's too late. Oh uh, fuck no. Four and a half. Nope. Now we're fighting the opposite way. <laughs> We've gone no, now I'm on your team. Now <laughs> no, I was a double agent the whole time. <laughs> that is a twelve for Sting. That's pretty good. You got one more? I swear to God, if Sting wins this, we have fucked up if Sting wins. No. Yes. No. Sting? All right, the sword, not the musician. You can calm down. <laughs> practice? We're talking about practice. <laughs> We're talking about Sting? Stress? You want to talk about stress? Oh, I'm sweating right now. <laughs> Pepe Silvia. <laughs> Pepe Silvia. Okay, there's... Here's the thing. There's a thousand anime swords we could talk about. Ooh. A thousand of them. Ooh. So I was trying to go through what swords in anime I wanted to talk about. Okay. Because there's limitless potential. The limit does not exist. The limit but does not exist. I, I want to talk about Bleach a little bit, which is going to kill me. Uh, and so we might have to come back to that one. But the... First one that I want to talk about is an animated sword. Uh, okay. And, and you're not going to give me any ground and it's going to lose to Sting, but I got to talk about it because it holds a place in my heart. And that is the Sword of Omens, uh, okay. which, which is from Thundercats. Ooh. So this is Lionel's sword. Yes. Now this is a sword. This is a, this is a good sword. This uh, is a sword. Yeah, I, I like this sword. Uh, I think it. I think it's going to score pretty highly, frankly. Um, All right. I know nothing about the accomplishments or achievements of this, but mm-hmm. man, it looks good, don't it? It do look good though, and it transforms. I mean, this is the first sword. It does. There's lots of swords that have this property, but you know, it has. It stays as a dagger when it's basically either not being used or like is in its scabbard kind of thing. Sure. Very convenient. It's smaller. Um, yeah, has small a similar. Yeah, has a similar look um, to when it's in its like larger, different forms, uh, but has that kind of convenience of where it shrinks down when it's not being used. Uh, so right. it, it does have that kind of dagger look to it um, when it's in that form, and then when it is uh, called to action and yelled at by Lionel, uh, it springs into action and actually basically grows to a size let's just say it seem usually it's like a hand Honestly, and a half sword yeah, it looks like bastard sword sized but but there are times when like Lionel's like stressed or really needs help or whatever that it's like a fucking buster sword some like Damn. it's not necessarily always the the standard version but the most standard version is like a hand and a half ish sword sure. um you know Lionel's a a pretty big he's thundercat a yeah he's a he's a muscly guy and so yeah. the hand and a half sword handles pretty well from him. what else can it do besides change size okay so it's got a number of different things um it is again virtually indestructible, razor sharp, standard magical sword. You don't have to throw shit, even though we're fighting, Mike. <laughs> I was gonna let you edit that out, but now you gotta keep it in. No, now I've got to keep it in. I'm You're throwing I'm playing, shit around. I'm playing You're with mad. A bottle opener, we, screwdriver, like a fucking it. fidget spinner, like it's a little <laughs> sword here as we and, talk. 
That's all um, right. I'm pretty sure I've been clicking my pen. So nah, I haven't heard it at all. So you're probably good. Uh, um, so it can, it's, yeah, it's par for the course. Razor sharp, indestructible. Yep. It can channel what's called blue energy, according to the, the hey, wiki here. Checks the blue box. Yep. <laughs> How blue is it? It's blue. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, that blue energy allows it to enhance its slashes or project in the form of powerful energy waves. So very Dynasty Warriors. Like very dynasty warriors slashes kind of extending almost maybe a la very, master sword from i Link-ish. was about to say ha, yep. Ho, ho. <laughs> yep very much so um in the center that kind of gem that is placed in it uh yep. is called the Warstone or the eye of thundara i mean both of those are equally awesome names yeah dude thundercats was i mean the lore for thundercats is the shit the uh, Warstone. Oh, so good. The Eye of Thundara is my favorite. Um, But basically, uh, it can release these, um, like it harnesses power, releases beams of energy, um, and uh, can sometimes channel that stone's energy in the blade. So very similar to like Brissinger, it stores energy and is released by the user kind of thing. Right. Um, The Sword of Omens also gives the wielder the ability of clairvoyance. Uh, holy shit you cite your its famous command which is sword of omens give me sight beyond sight yeah and you're able to see visions of the future um and like there's some remote viewing capabilities type things so it's scrying Um, it's divination yeah man all right i'm about to say this this sword is like the Mach five of swords. Oh yeah. This is a Swiss army. This is a Swiss army sword for a sure. Swiss army cat sword. Um, <laughs> uh, the, the kind fuck. of last ability I'm, I'm looking at here is uh, in order to prevent it from being used by evil. Yeah. Um, the it's people, fail safe. <laughs> what, yeah, it's got a fail safe, whatever powerful beings, uh, that made this blade, um, put a powerful magical spell on it um as opposed to that, a powerful non-magical spell yeah right that allows it to distinguish <laughs> i hate that uh, <laughs> so i'm gonna keep moving uh but it allows it to distinguish <laughs> between good and evil um and will never attack any good being i mean okay all right i know what i want to say for appearance and for abilities now deeds what has it done for me lately Okay, um, so the bad guy, the overarching bad guy in Thundercats, because I know you're not a crazy not, fan, yep. uh, and nor am I, but is Mumra. So yes. that's like your Skeletor. These are like some like, core memories for me. Yeah, I'm unlocking your Toonami uh, yep. memory banks right now. Uh, but Mumra basically looking for domination over the universe um and uses these like ancient spirits to help him try to achieve that end uh the um sword is basically made to oppose mumra and mumra's forces um and has been used by uh a few different not a ton lino is its main Kind of Lionel wielder. is its main. Yeah, good, right? Ooh. Uh, <laughs> but Lionel is like its main user that you see, but it has been used previously, basically always fighting Mumra. Um, sure. 
so it is limited in an extent uh, or to an extent in that the universe is a little small um, right. it, for this purpose. I mean, I think Thundercats only has like a hundred or so episodes. You know, it's oh, pretty only a hundred. <laughs> well, I just mean like it's not like a crazy overarching. Sure, it doesn't have a Thundercats lore. cinematic universe, right? And so, you know, you kind of have to draw. It's it's fought ultimate evil for its entire existence. So like it's like hard in universe, Which but it's is hard kind to quantify the baseline. Right. If we, I want to give it two point five for deeds. Because okay. we gave Brissinger a 2.5, right? Uh, we gave Brissinger a 2.5, yep. We could give it a 3 for Deeds because it's fought Ultimate Evil for its entire existence. I'd give it a 3. Okay, I'm fine with that. Abilities, 5. Fucking 5. The, like, it's it, the best one we've seen so far. I mean, it, it gives you clairvoyance. It gives you clairvoyance. It shoots energy beams. It's indestructible. It's razor sharp. It transforms. It can change size. It's... It slices, it dices, it makes Julianne Fry's four easy payments of twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah, fucking we, eight. Like, we didn't talk about the last thing that it does, but obviously when Lionel shouts out, Thunder, Thunder, Thundercats, oh, it like puts it up in yep. the air or whatever. Yep. The eye like releases that beam that summons yep. all the other Thundercats. Like it, it's like the, it's got a fucking, it's got a bat it, signal in it. It's like, a furry convention <laughs> on demand. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um whether that's good or bad depends on you but uh we're calling it a five yep it's a five <laughs> appearance fucking a it's fucking sweet i think this is as cool as a gunblade, but i think it's a little 80s and a little busy that holds it back from being perfect for me so it's a four and a half in my it's book. definitely very 90s yeah 90s like, is a better way to put it's it. very uh like I could see this a, being on the cover of a Dio album. <laughs> for sure. It, it's and it's very cartoonish, right? Like it's it's But it's for a cartoon, it's very elegant. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. It's Four it's still practical. Like it doesn't go away from still being used as a sword, right? No, no, it's practical for sure. Uh yeah, I'm into it. Four I can go four and a half. What does that put uh the sword? Although we of gave omens, Sting a five, and yeah. damn it, I would rather have a sword of omens on my wall. It's it's a little too busy to me because there ah. needs to be a certain uh, it sting is more elegant and I don't know why to me that matters but it does. I I we have to go I know we're running a little long here but I had when I was in high school I was a nerd uh obviously yeah, I mean, you still are but you used to be too. Yeah, I used to be too. <laughs> and I used to wear belt buckles all the time. Fuck yeah. Uh, and I had, had a Thundercats, Thundercats belt buckle. Whew. I think I still have it. Man, the drip. Let me tell you, it was. I always felt so swaggy with that Thunderbelts belt buckle on. Thunderbelts cat buckle. Cat buckle. Thank you. I'm Thundercats belt belt buckle. Or God damn it! Now I can't even say it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> this. Oh, as I far quit. As, as far as laughs per, per minute from uh, us, this episode's got to be up there. I'm just sweating. Anyway, <laughs> I was gonna say that was my new band name, but. Thunderbelt's Catbuckle. Thunderbelt's Catbuckle. Or it's a good bard name. Thunderbelt's Catbuckle's a good bard name. <laughs> that is oh, Emily, Emily had one the other day. because uh, she needed to go to we needed to make a special trip out to uh, the nearest Whole Foods to get some specific stuff to make this really, really good like goat cheese toast bruschetta thing. 
with like figs and balsamic very fucking delicious mm-hmm. uh, like but uh she she texted me she's like yeah i have to go get this stuff to make the goat cheese toast and i texted back goat, goat cheese toast i'm like goat space cheese toast i'm like that's my next D character's name goat cheese toast <laughs> <laughs> i like that that's it's very gurg throats it's very i was Sans just fan. gonna say gurg throats still time. one of the still one of the best all-time character names yeah love it uh, anyway what's the sort of omens get Sort of Omens sticks the landing at 12 and a half better than Sting. And I keep thinking these are out of 20, but they're out of 15. So out 12 of 15. and a half is damn good. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I think we're going to have to do another episode of this at some point. But uh, I had some honorable mentions that I didn't I didn't bring up. Well, uh, if we're going to do another one, I mean. Almost got to let those ride, right? Well, yeah, I don't know, man. There's some Go others we it. could. What's your what's your honorable mention? What do you uh, like? I said Samurai Jack's sword. Very good. Uh, in the same vein as one of my honorable mentions, uh, yep. I'm a big fan of Kill Bill and man, a Hattori Hanzo sword. Ooh, we were listening. So that's on one of my playlists. Uh, Battle without honor or humanity. The song. Yeah, that that came up on the way home from my folks' place the other day, and it was it's always a vibe. Yeah, for sure. Um, that yeah, that's good. Uh, I put Oathbringer, Dalinar Colin's sword from Stormlight Archives. So, but I think it's tough, right? Like, if you're gonna include shard blades, I specifically didn't talk about any shard blades in here because you're in the middle of the series, and so. Well, and I had a feeling you weren't going to, and that's why I kept it as an honorable mention because yeah. I there's stuff about these that I haven't read yet. Yeah, which is and I don't also, you don't want to kill that for you. Which is also why I did not include any of the Swords of the Cross from Dresden Files, because there's stuff about them that you don't know yet, and I don't want to spoil for you. I had them written down, but I also had written down next to them that I didn't have all the information and did not want to look it up. Good that you didn't look it up. Keep reading. You're getting there. Um, Um, There's a ton of there's a ton of we could do a whole subsection of this that is just anime. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, Um, because. uh Ichigo's sword uh his I think it's uh Zangetsu um yep. is yep. I mean there's the giant half scissors from Kill la Kill mm-hmm. uh there's uh the meteorite Demon... sword from Avatar the Last Airbender Demon Slayer Demon Slayer's got some I'm sure uh, uh the Z sword from Dragon Ball Z um uh there's there's a shitload Wadu or whatever from One Piece, uh, yep. Zoro's uh, Zoro's sword. Man, he was the coolest guy. Oh, he's, there was. he's always the coolest. Yeah, I don't know if there's a cooler guy than that guy. <laughs> Definitely like one of the top swordsmen. In, yep. uh, I, I I follow I follow a Twitter account that you should all go follow. It's called uh, the Twitter account title is Coldest MFs in Fiction. Very and good. It it just like we'll post a screenshot or a picture of someone that just has like attitude it has yeah. it. Yeah. They have it and you don't yep. know what it is, but man, it's, there's it's a, damn good. There's a couple in comics like Marvel DC comics. Like there's a sort of Superman. That's kind of cool. Um, it doesn't have a lot of time. Right. Probably. Uh, Cause they're like, I mean, what else can we give the guy? <laughs> right. Exactly. We got to make him interesting. I don't know. Give him a sword. Um, you could do uh, uh Godric Gryffindor's sword. I had Gryffindor's sword written down to talk about. Um, yep. 
that one's definitely in in the realm i think it's interesting um i was looking at a bunch of the game of thrones swords and those are just not they're very excalibur right they're very it's a much more realistic take on a sword valyrian steel is a cool concept yep but all it is is just supernaturally durable and sharp and they're not that blue so just get it out of here yep shard blade on the other hand can be blue lightsaber shard blade makes your eyes blue look at that that sword is so blue that it makes you blue but does it make your eyes blue or does it just lighten your eyes because moash has gotten i do think it just lightens them it just lightens them because his eyes are light tan now fair the same color as amaram's eyes kaladin noticed (laughs) pretty good Anyway, folks, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate each and every one of you. If you think we got it right, let us know. If you think we got it wrong, uh, scratch that. You think we got it wrong. You definitely think we got it wrong. Yes. Let us know. Get at us in the comments. This is going to be a good Instagram poll. Like, yes. Like. Also, don't just like yell out what sword you think. Like, show you're working. I appreciate the thought process. Yep. And consider the blue. Yeah, blue blue is the unofficial fourth category. The unofficial it's a binary category. It's yes no, but it is a fourth <laughs> category. Yes. Definitely. Anyway. Definitely. Thanks for listening. Until next time. My name is Mike and I'm Cody. And make Thunder. sure you handle the sword. Thunder. Thundercats. Ho! Oh! <laughs> <laughs>